Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the 12th Man Podcast. We got Brooks and myself, Blaine. And today we're going to go through the last week of World Cup, <clears throat> excuse me, World Cup qualifiers. That's a little bit of a tongue twister that took place throughout the, uh, I guess, not technically the last week since they started midweek on Wednesday, but we're going to get into it. So, I mean, first things first, um, you know, your usual suspects, your Germanys, your Englands, your Hollands, your Belgiums, they all expected or performed as expected. I think that's a fair assessment, Brooks. I mean, Sterling, Harry Kane getting goals, Jesse Lingard back in form, Eden Hazard, Romelu Lukaku, the entire German national team, uh, you know, Holland, historically good. And I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot to say about their performances. I mean, they were good. They were against the lesser competition for the most part, except for Holland a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, what do you think? Anything noteworthy? Um, not particularly noteworthy. I mean, uh, yeah, it's just, it was like a really, the competition was like, oh, like Andorra. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, very bottom tier. I mean, except with one exception for uh, the Netherlands. Yeah. They played uh, Norway and Drew, but we'll talk about that later in the show. But yeah, for those other three countries, it's like, actually, in my opinion, like they probably should have had better results than they did. Yeah, yeah. In some of those situations. But yeah, they, nothing, nothing really to struggle, nothing really to write home about. If they didn't win, there might be a headline there. But I mean, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, Good I mean, job well, to those just formations. real quick, shout out Bukayo Saka, man of the match. Okay, see, I mean, I didn't even know who got man of the match. I mean, as soon as like about seventy minutes into those games, I was pretty much over yeah. it. Like, I remember uh, Sunday, I had like the England game on, so they were all on ESPN. So England was on like the main screen. I had Germany like on the sidecar, and then the Italian game on the other sidecar. And I was just going back and forth between Germany and England because they were actually scoring goals. And I mean, obviously Italy didn't lose, but they also didn't win. But uh, shout out to your boy Saka. Man, I guess in that case, also shout out Lingard, right? And uh, yeah, 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 you're you know, right. Back in form. Two goals? Shout out Timo Werner. Yeah, two goals, man. Two goals. Werner scored. I think he got two goals, too. And then, like, Belgium all-around class, man. They looked great. They got that one new... They got a couple guys on the Belgian team that are injured, so there were some new guys in also that actually performed really well. So, I mean, that's all. I mean, I, I don't want to talk say anything else about it. I mean, if they okay. lost, like I said, I would be, like, going in, but... They won. They could have won better or by more, but at the end of the day, they got they got three points. And I guess it, each of them still have a game remaining before qualifiers are over. But eh. yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty. It was it was a good weekend. I do think that. Um, I mean, I'm I'm still a fan of of Belgium, even though I know a lot of people think that their kind of golden generation is over. But I I still think they have some good young talent coming up. So yeah, it's always fun to watch them. It was a good weekend. I mean, yeah, for as far as like European qualification goes um yeah like you said everyone who we expected to win won not great competition but still always fun to watch some football in the midweek yeah so i mean there are two clubs or not clubs but nations that i think kind of had like not great qualifiers thus far and i mean and they're both the former world cup winners and the former euros winners that in italy um who did not win but they did break the record for the most games unbeaten I think it was at 35 and by tying over the weekend they hit 36 and their next game is against Lithuania which will get them at 37 yeah, maybe? I don't know yeah. 
36. I don't know the numbers. It's it's the mid 30s. So, so they'll either hit 36 or 37 and they should beat Lithuania. So, you know, congrats to them. It's pretty much a it's a useless stat. It's another one of those useless stats like unbeaten. Like if it's a winning like if it's a win streak, I'm here for it. But unbeaten like ties, I don't I mean, that maybe that's the American part of me showing off, but I just I don't care. Like like uh, uh, the most sub team could go I mean not anyone can do it but like if your goal was just to get an unbeaten record Brooks I feel like you could just go out there and park the bus and draw nil nil for like a year straight and are you invincible like does that mean anything I don't think to me it doesn't I mean are you starting to take some shots at a certain invincible team or are you just mostly talking about your qualifier well I'm I'm talking about any team that would do that, but Arsenal, they won the league that yeah, year. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, if, you, if you're if you unbeaten and you win, that I feel like that also denotes that you were unbeaten, but mostly you were winning. Yeah. And I'm not saying Italy's... I'm not, not saying that's the case for Italy either. I'm just saying, like, I'm more interested. Like, I'm not taking anything away from the Invincibles or Italy. I'm just saying I'm, I'm more interested right, in a win streak. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, dude, I'm not taking like I I like I'm a fan of most of the guys that were on the Invincible. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not yeah. Yeah, and I think I mean, that that was good for everyone. Yeah, that was that was that was. Um, one of the things that I think about, we've talked about this before. I think this is kind of like a pretty, I don't know, a topic that a lot of people bring up is like, like what's tougher? I know that this isn't a you know it's only the qualifiers, but it's still technically the World Cup qualifiers, you know. Um, and so you know people out here playing Lithuania and Dora like Gibraltar, like North Macedonia. And Montenegro. I'm, yeah, <laughs> so, you know, I'm not saying that they have no place being there. Everyone obviously does, and, and, and everyone can be surprised. But I just think that, like, in Europe, there are weaker teams. Uh, and I know we're not going there, and I won't say much else. But, like, I feel like, you know, common, but, like, South America in general, like, it's it's always, like, Chile didn't make it last year. Like, Chile, like, they and they had a pretty good go at it too. I mean, I know Italy didn't make it the year before, but they just been looking like trash until, you know, a couple of years ago. But anyway, yeah, it's just interesting to see uh, these types of these types of games. I'm not like you like you. I'm like, okay, like it's cool to watch it, but I'm tuning out once it's for nothing in, you know, the 60th yep. minute or whatever. So once it's out of sight. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I, we're we're in agreement there. But sometimes those nations do get yeah. results. Iceland Right. Yeah, uh, that's the only one I can really think of. Um, even like you know, like a Finland or something like. Uh, but yeah, Iceland was big. What was that? 2016 20 Euros was that? Sixteen, yeah, sixteen. Um, yeah, because they knocked they yeah they knocked England out in sixteen. Yeah, because that was the year Portugal won it. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what's up? <laughs> All right, moving on. What do you? Uh... <laughs> Okay, moving on. Let's just okay, moving on. We could let's just talk about Portugal. All right, yeah, like, let's I go to Portugal. That that's a perfect segue. Uh, former former Euro champions. Um, so obviously they. I mean, it's not like they had a tough round. I don't even remember who they played to be honest. But Ronaldo broke another record. So Italy broke a record. Now here comes Ronaldo breaking the international men's scoring record at 110 goals getting the brace to put him at 111 goals brooks i don't know what you make of that let me give you some stats so he broke the international men's scoring record nine hat tricks 111 goals how many of those goals do you think were penalties 
I don't know, but I've never brought this up about the, the international team. But uh, I will say, obviously, not from the last game because he missed that penalty. But um, <laughs> but I, 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 and again, like just just to reflect, like I've never once said that he's not amazing, that he's not a goal scoring machine. Like those are definitely words that I've said in the past. Uh, but how many were headers? I mean, no pins. pins. I don't know how yeah, many. How many were penalties? So I'll be honest. I mean, I'm wearing the shirt today. I'm a big fan, but I was surprised to see only 14 were pins out of 111. So that's just over 10. percent But yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that just blew, that kind of. I mean, it's international, but still, it kind of. Yeah. I would have thought closer to half, if I'm being honest. Yeah. No. I mean, I. I think that that's obviously it's more of a, a club stat. I think it was even more so than that. It was more of like a La Liga, uh, Real Madrid stat. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, you know, I think I was going to say that one thing that not one thing. I'll say a lot of good things about Ronaldo, but something that always blows my mind is how consistent. And I mean, we all know how good he is at club level. And, and I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers here, but I think that he might even he might. We've talked about this in the past, like. Griezmann is better for France. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that we would prefer they play at their club level. I think that for as amazing as Ronaldo is at club level, he does even step it up uh, for international level when he puts on that Portugal shirt. He, it, it's just it's really something to see when he puts on that Portugal shirt and goes and goes out with them because they he they does have a good squad, but he's really the, that that guy every single time he goes out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they, that's, that's facts. He definitely does get a Portugal shirt stat boost. And historically the squad hasn't been about much. I mean, just recent, like just recently, have you gotten like your Bernardo or Bernardo or Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandez, um, Andre Gomes, like historically it was like guys like Pepe and, um, Charisma, uh, yeah, I mean, and before that, Luis Figo was like one of the best to ever. Okay, do it, but when he was like when he was yeah, a kid, yeah, yeah, he was a kid. That was his, that, but but they made it to the uh, the final, didn't they? I think it was the final. When he like, I'm oh, pretty sure it was the final. Like long time. Let's say ago. 2004 or 2008. It was like the first, like the 2000s. Yeah, I, it may have been eight. Someone it was, back yeah, check us because it was either four or eight. Because by the time ten came around, I don't know that Luis Figo was in the World Cup squad in 2010, right? I, if he was, I don't remember. I don't think so. Which were my favorite. I don't think he of, went to Johanna. No, I don't think he did either. But that was my favorite edition of any soccer cleats that Nike's ever put out. Those, uh, like, purple metallic-y silver with orange. I had the Air oh. Max ones of that of that. Nope. I know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember you got those. Yeah, because they did the uh, the Air Max 1. We'll get a picture of the yeah, Air Max yeah. 1 uh, World Cup pack. I got the green and orange R9 ones from his materials. Okay. I actually have two pairs of them. And I have the cleat. Should I go get a real... Nah, no. I, yeah, I mean, hey, listen. It, I, I love that kind of thing. Like, I even have the... I will say this. Yeah, keep going. As uh, an Argentine and obviously not the biggest Brazil fan, um, I did actually buy the Air Max 1s in the Brazil pack for the Mercurial, the yellow and green ones, but um, they were like my yard work shoe. Okay. Yo, here they go, though. I mean, they're they're not in great condition. Yeah, I like those. But, yeah. And the Air Maxes are like upstairs in the closet, so I won't go get the those. The cleats are amazing. Dude. Yeah. These, these are some the of my again. favorite Mercurials. I mean, the condition. Yeah. You know, they're like they've got like I did a season. I might have did two seasons in these bad boys, 
but uh and like the plate like they used to have like in the soul plate like to the specification yeah. of like ronaldo the phenomena or phenomeno or however you say it in portuguese i should know i speak the language <laughs> el phenomeno i think or no that's spanish uh ooh, phenomeno who cares <laughs> i sound like an idiot but uh but back back to Ronaldo. So there was one thing that happened in that game. I feel like Twitter was split, internet was split. Should Ronaldo have been sent off for his altercation against the well or the uh, was it Irish? The guy, yeah, the Irish was guy. It, was it Irish? So for yeah, it was Ireland. It might have even been Northern Ireland. I honestly don't know. It was one of the. It was somewhere in Ireland. Uh-huh. Was it a push? Was it a slap? Was it a punch? Was it in the shoulder? Was it in the face? What do you make? It looked... I mean, so... Where do you fall? Just to, like... I think it was a red card. But, like, that's just because... I don't know. We watched tennis soccer. I, I do appreciate this year, at least in England, like, their refs are letting the players get a little bit more physical. I think that it's been lacking on physicality. And, like, it is a physical sport. It is uh, a contact sport. And I'm glad that, kind of, they've let them play a little bit rougher. I think that's a, that's helping the game a bit. But... I mean, I don't know. You and I have seen people get sent off for far less than hitting a dude in the face. To me, it looked like neck face, like kind of that same thing. Granite Shaka, he's falling backwards. He reaches out, gets toward the guy's neck. I mean, it's way less <laughs> impact than this. Like, Ronaldo's entire body gets into it. And I like that the press calls it a slap. If this would have been, you know, we'll just use Granite Shaka, for example. Or if this would have been, I don't know, I want to say... If this would have been anyone but like Harry Kane or Ronaldo, it would have been, it would have been a punch, or it would have been something malicious. Being Ronaldo, it was a slap, which I was like, I never seen a slap go that hard. But the dude, the dude put his whole force in there. He may have put more energy into that slap, slap than he did into the penalty kick after. But I feel like you still take his shots. <laughs> I feel like it was, uh, it was for me, is probably the the way that. I don't know. I've I've seen I've seen way less get uh, a red card, and maybe if it wasn't a red card, it was a card. That's where we can agree. I agree with you. I feel like both players should have seen yellow. The man already put the ball on the spot. You come there and kick it off. That's a yellow card. You see that? I mean. Oh, come on. They're standing in front of the ball all the time. They're not leaving. They're talking to him. They're talking trash. That's that's part of it. And, I mean, if you want to say yellow, then, then whatever. But, like, that that's well, I part feel like of it's, the game. That's, like, part of getting in the part, mind of him, which he no, did. No, it's part of the game. He, he missed the pin. Yeah. So, so the tactic worked. So hats off to him. And I think <laughs> We don't even know the guy's name. Stan. I meant to Google that before. We is it is it Was it O'Shea? Dude, I sound crazy saying O'Shea. Oh, Flanagan, I don't know what his name was. <laughs> I guess that's not too important. But anyway, sorry, yeah. keep going. But yeah, all I'm saying is like, I feel like standing in front of the ball is one thing. Touching, like moving the ball off the spot after the strikers already put it down is another thing. So me personally, I feel like they both should have got a yellow. And um, which so I you mean, think him tapping the ball away from the spot is as equivalent to getting... To getting... Well, I feel like... I feel like I feel like it's equivalent because sometimes you see guys like, for example, the ball goes out on the touchline. The player that's like going to like risk like that has to go on the defense will like kick the ball away and they get a yellow card for time. Wasting, time wasting. Right. It's different. For time wasting. Yeah. This I mean, was, I'm not. This was yeah, time so, wasting. This was a tactic. But, and I get that it sucked. It was yeah. corny. But I don't know the rule on that. But. 
I don't know the rule on it either. I'm saying like, this isn't a quarter lot. Maybe you could say that is time wasting. You're trying to ice a guy out, but I mean, but it is, it, I do feel like it is different than just like standing in front of the ball until the ref tells you to clear the space. Yeah, I get but, that. No, totally. You're right. But, but, but for that part, I feel like also like, like, for example, when like they get like bump, you know, start chesting people and pushing people, sometimes they get a yellow card. Sometimes they don't. I can say this with confidence. We can all say he didn't have his fist balled, so it wasn't a punch, right? Yeah. It wasn't a punch. The media saying slap. From what I saw, I personally thought it was more of like a shove, like in this region. But I'm will I'm willing to accept that he got him on the neck. I feel like he should have got a card. The fact that he didn't get a card is definitely the Ronaldo privilege. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. concede okay. that. I think that's the point. I will concede. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He should have got a card. I def- like my stance is I feel like they both should have got a card. The fact that neither got a card and Ronaldo received the pin, definitely <laughs> the Irish guy did his thing and I feel like we should applaud him <laughs> yeah. because that's yo, that that's the kind of player I am. So like I'm not saying like I'm not saying anything bad about him. Like I'm the kind of guy like I'll do stuff like that and I expect to get a yellow card and I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm sending prayers up. So I'm not knocking him at all. I would have did the same thing. And shout out to him for being able to do it to one of the greatest. For having yeah. the balls. To say, I'm, I'm, I'm kicking your ball off the spot, man. I don't care who you are. Yeah. He's like, you washed up. Pinal, he probably called him Pinaldo, and then he missed it. But then he turned around and got the brace in the in the, in the the stoppage time yeah. winner. Which, I mean, and that's the difference. It's like, maybe he was like, man, I missed the pin. Now they're talking crap. I got to prove something. And ultimately, it came back to bite him. Maybe if you had let him score that penalty, he wouldn't have had the edge to come back and get you with that header. That header was strong. But that's know. Ronaldo. I'm, I'm, he, he's like, that, that, those kind of things fuel him. And I think that where a lot of people would may, maybe like let it get to their head a little bit and maybe bring them down a notch, like it's, it just does the opposite to him. It fuels him. It makes him want to do better. That header was crazy. I feel like he doesn't want to miss a penalty. But I feel like he would have no. loved, he wouldn't have written it any other way. Maybe he wouldn't have got the chance to take a penalty, but to be able to come back yeah. and score both of those goals is exactly how he would have wanted that to end. Yeah, so. you saw him, man. He ripped that shirt all the way off. <laughs> put it put it up to the stand. So yeah. anyway, shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, um, no, definitely so yeah, I good. I mean, for as far as a spectator goes, it was nice that he wasn't sent off because that would have been a, just, a, yeah. no offense, but that wouldn't have been... A game to watch if he would have been sent off at that point but yeah yeah he, he had the media people in his ear don't send him off right do not send him yeah, off man everything looks ratings. fine we're coming out of a <laughs> pandemic yeah <laughs> it was a shoulder all right man so let, let's move on to uh another real or i guess he's not a real madrid player anymore but uh did you catch the game against uh it was the early sunday morning game wells versus belarus i just want to talk about bell for two seconds yeah did you see it bell Hat trick. He, I, I'm going to say, I still feel like Bell has it. People always talk bad about him. He had, nice, got that Kenko. Yo, shout out to Kenko, by the way. I just got, dude, I put a LaCroix in mine this morning. Oh, how I was it? I did the Reds with LaCroix. I told Kaylee it wasn't that great. I'm just using water from now on. I wasted a LaCroix. I wasted a LaCroix. <laughs> it was a little bubbly, but it didn't really, it didn't do much. LaCroix's good. We'll just do oat fun, milk, but... uh, full fat oat milk too, if we want to really go, go. Oh yeah, you can't do any milk, even if it's not really milk. If it looks like milk, I'm not touching it. Now this is I'm just water, but it. it's good. You know, after boxing, okay. it has some of those 
some electrolytes and it also gets rid of inflammation. So, you know. This is not a sponsor. This right. Is this is, ad, yeah, by the way, yeah. But we do love King Co. Mm-hmm. Whole family drinking King Co. Yep. All right. Well, okay. Let me ask you this. Another game. Uh, I, I just wanted to say this. I know we don't talk about U.S. soccer a lot. U.S. played Canada last night, Sunday night. And they drew 1-1, Canada 1, U.S. 1. I just wanted to come on here and let the world know, officially, I'm a Canada fan. I'm rooting for Canada. I want to see Canada in the World Cup and in Qatar next year. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. I do, too. I also, though, I don't, obviously, didn't watch that, but I got an email this morning when I woke up, and it was like, because everything I hear about the U.S. national team is like, uh, at least the men's side, well, always the women's side, but currently the men's side is like, oh, they're doing so well. They're doing so great. Like, they're on this streak. But now I got an email today saying like, okay, it might not be time to panic, but they haven't been. You know, their their World Cup campaign isn't off to a great start. I don't know how many games they've played. Obviously, they drew last night, but two. Have they won one? No. Okay. Two draws. <laughs> so. Two draws, one goal. <laughs> it's time to panic. It's time to panic, dude. These Apollo, these U.S. men's soccer football national team guys. It's not a time to panic. No, it's a time to panic, dude. The coach, he wears heat. Greg Berhalter, he always has the hot shoes on, has no clue what he's doing from a coach's perspective. I love the Dang. guy, but he has no clue what he's doing, and the U.S. is in trouble. So I'm, if you see me in a Canadian shirt, you know why. A Canadian shirt's you nice. Know why. Simple. That, I love Canada. You know, I'm okay yeah, with Canada yeah. making it. Toronto, Montreal, you know, Vancouver. Nothing wrong with Canada. No. Okay, uh, just two more things, and then I think we can get to the uh, the main topic of today's video, which happened down in uh, Brazil. But uh, uh-huh. just two last things I want to mention. One, my boy Erling Holland, two games, two goals, and they stunned Holland by getting Holland stunned Holland by getting a draw against the uh, Netherlands. Second thing, my boy Kaleche and Anacho over at Nigeria. Not a lot of those African games are put on TV, right. so you don't get a lot of coverage. But Nigeria's Super Eagles off to a super start. Kalechi and Nacho got a brace, and uh, they play again tomorrow against Cape Verde. You guys probably don't know uh, where that is, but it's a country I spent a little bit of time in, and it's actually on ESPN, so I'm really excited oh, nice. to watch Nigeria play Cape Verde tomorrow on ESPN3. This is not an ad, but I'll throw that on, too. Watch it. But speaking of the African qualifiers, Gabon didn't win again, um, which I don't know is a huge surprise, but that's no all. No surprise there. Shout out to Pierre. <laughs> shout out to Pierre, Shout out to, to Aubameyang. They don't even Did have the names on their jerseys. Oh my gosh, it's, dude! Who like who's their sponsor? Is it Kappa? Kappa. Okay, I saw him. Something in the else. I, that's so sad. Yeah, dude, he should have played for France. Played, yeah. I don't know why France didn't snatch him up. I think that at the time they were, he it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like we both want you, and he chose Gabon. That's cool. I mean, obviously yeah, you want to see him it. win a World Cup. You want to see him play in a World Cup. Like you want to see all the great players. But yeah, I respect what he did. Obviously, he's very uh, tied to that. Uh, country which is cool yeah all right then here we go world cup qualifiers comet bowl brazil argentina we're all ready to watch the game one way or another six minutes into the game you got suits on the field what happened what happened Tell us what happened down there. I like I'm still confused as to exactly how this whole thing happened. Well, first of all, I'm and in, I hate the Brazilian government. <laughs> that's well, that's what it is. So I'm in Soho, just enjoying a nice Sunday. You text me, 
how are you watching the game? And I'm like, first of all, I use this is not neither. <laughs> I used to have Fubo TV. I moved, changed billing address, didn't update it in Fubo. I was so in early on Fubo TV that I was paying nine bucks. So I tried to log in like a couple weeks ago during a different qualifier, and they were like, "Oh, you, you know." Long story short, you now need to pay like the lowest tier is sixty five dollars. I'm like, I'm not paying sixty five dollars for this. So anyway, I don't have any way to watch Argentina, um, but you texted me. You're like, well, what's going on? And so I'm like, research contacting people. I mean, I'm sure you know just as much as everyone else at this point. Like, first of all, Argentina. Or whoever fills out Emmy's papers or Buendia's papers or, you know, it's from what I understand and from what I've, what I know is that they didn't hide anything. They weren't, they clearly weren't like, oh, they weren't in the UK. Like, that's obvious. These are high profile footballers playing in the most popular league in the world. Brazil knew they On TV come. weekly. Yeah. yeah. They're on TV just last week and all of them were playing <laughs> Every on single TV one of those across guys. Yeah. all worldwide. Yeah. So just no to bring secret. it back a bit, like during the Copa. Um, Argentina and all of these players that played in the UK had this like I don't know what you want to call it but basically a workaround where they were like okay exemption. like yeah wait wait what'd you say an exemption maybe exactly yeah that's the word exemption so they were all exempt from these rules that Brazil had in place because they're traveling in a bubble they're playing obviously for the country and so according to Argentina they still had that exemption they had reached out again multiple times to this before the game uh, and a few days before the game, there's like written proof that they were trying to get a hold of everyone. Uh, essentially, as it turns out, Brazil, like the government, was like, this is fine. You can play. Conmebol says, this is fine. You can play. There's no issues. But then, like, I guess, like the Brazilian Health Federation side of the government, something, I forget exactly who it is, were like, no, wrong. We're gonna come on the field and make a whole scene of this. As you're playing Brazil, not pre-game, not three days beforehand. That's what Messi said. Messi was like, they knew we've been here the whole time. Why are they coming out five minutes after the game starts? Yo, yo, exactly. We've been here. We we've been in the hotel for a week. We've been training before the game. You saw you saw Romero on the field. Yeah. You saw him. You had the schedule so, too. Uh, you know what? The, even when they were playing, uh, before they were playing Brazil, they Brazilian Federation knew what was going on. But the yeah. Brazilian Soccer Federation and Comebol both were like, "Cool." I think some entity of the government said, "Cool" too. But then, like a higher sort of the government, which trumps every other part of the government, was like, "No." But I just don't know why they had to wait. I mean, it makes for good storytelling. Yeah, dude. Here's my theory. I feel like Brazil is a little bit mad that they lost the copa on turf a few months ago she's like we i tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna say it's all good so we're gonna play good cop we're gonna have you know whatever their equivalent of you know the uh health organization the brazilian health organization we're gonna have them play bad cop we're gonna have them come on the field in suits and drag these guys off and embarrass them. And like they're using the word like they lied, right. they deceived us, they had counter or for forged paperwork. And it's like that's the thing. I'm just like you are. You saw you saw them playing in the Premier League. There were highlights about them playing in the Premier League. You know that. Like like they, like there's no way they could even attempt to lie about. Like, are you coming from the UK? No. 
don't you play goalkeeper for Aston Villa? Don't you play for the Spurs? No. Weren't you transferred to the Spurs like six weeks ago? No, that's that's my that's my twin brother. Right. Like it like it's so ridiculous. So I feel like Brazil was just like trying to get one over on them and possibly just get a free win without cuz like here's the thing also I'm a, and I'm not like tin foil hat conspiracy theory, but everyone knows like the the, the player schedules are getting more congested as we move on. So they're like, "Okay, maybe we don't have to play the toughest team." in our World Cup qualifier, and we'll just get a win because they broke protocol and broke rules according to our government. Because it's like, now that they haven't played this game, when are they going to play it again? Right. Like, they, guys got to get back to Europe or stay in Brazil or wherever they're playing, mm -hmm. or Argentina or wherever in the world they're playing. Like, I would say no later than Thursday to get ready to play games on Saturday yeah. and Sunday. And then the next break for the internationals, there's more qualifiers, yeah. maybe three games. Because these guys all got to play about 18 games before the World Cup. And, like, taking into consideration, like, Champions League, domestic cups, league cups, leagues. And there's only, like, I think three more international breaks till the summertime. Like, it's just not feasible unless you play, like, a game on Sunday and another game on Monday. Which would force you to play like a B squad. I don't know. And like Brazil has more depth than Argentina. So yeah. I, I think, I think it's just the, all of like, besides maybe the Brazilian FA, just like Brazil being petty and corrupt and like trying to like smear Argentina for beating them at home. That's my <laughs> thought. Though. That, I just had to get that off my chest and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I'm not happy about it at all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot, of, not a lot, but people are thinking along the same lines as you, but it just, what I find odd was that of all of the Brazilians that play in England, none of them were there. Oh, I didn't see Amy. We may just have to look this up real quick, but I saw no Richarlison on that on the lineup or on the bench. Same thing with Thiago Silva. Um, I didn't see any of those. Ederson, I don't think was in goal. Uh, Allison. So I don't know if maybe that's maybe you're right. Maybe they were both because because the biggest problem, not the biggest problem, but a huge problem is at club level. So I know that a lot of teams, specifically teams that have South Americans, were upset with the South American Football Association, you know, and with Brazil and Argentina saying uh, like because when they come back, they have to do a quarantine and they won't be able to play for a couple yeah. of games. And so I know that some of those teams were like, don't go um, because we we need you and we want you when these when, you know, when we have these club games. So I don't know if maybe that's why the Brazilians didn't go because they're like, yeah, this is not super important anyway. We're top of the table or whatever. But okay, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you definitively right now, based off of my knowledge of the Brazilian national team. Well, there's two things I know. One, the rule doesn't apply to Brazilian nationals. So if you come from England, you don't have to quarantine for ten days. That's so for like if you're Argentine, you have to quarantine. If you're Brazilian, you don't have to. But based off of the lineup that I'm looking at in their bench, the only player that plays in England, and no disrespect if there's some other players out there, you feel free to correct us, is Gabriel Jesus. Oh, he was on the bench. Play he, nope, he started. Oh, well, okay. he started up top next to Neymar. Wait, wearing number nine. But. Which wait, 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 wait. I thought that that was what's his name, Jesus. Um, oh, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. That's uh Gabby. Gabby. Yes. I, that's I Gabby thought Bull. so. Yeah. I don't know. Like, right. Okay. Brooks, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It actually is. Yeah. From the Brazilian playing in Brazil. 
So yeah, it's not Jay's juice. It's Gabby goal. Uh, Gabby goal. That's grief, right. Man. Good, good, good catch. Yeah, good catch. But on your end, I Sorry. didn't know that you're. I didn't know. I mean, good, good like catch on your end. I didn't know that Brazilians are exempt from the rule that everyone, but everyone else that's coming from the same exact place still has to quarantine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, according to the rule I read, at least, I mean, that's what, I mean, something I read online said like Brazilian nationals are exempt from the rule the same way that Argentine players were supposed to be exempt from the rule. Right. But I guess it didn't even matter because they didn't send anybody from England, which I apologize for my ignorance on there's two Gabrielles. They both wear night, but yeah, it was Gabby goal. Dang. So that's crazy too. That that makes me wonder, yeah, like why didn't they go? Did they know? Or maybe that's a more of a reason that this Brazilian federation was like, none of our players are like none of our top tier aside from Neymar. (laughs) No offense, but yeah, dude, that, yeah, that, that's, that, that, that sounds about right, dude. That adds more to the theory. (laughs) We like, we didn't send anyone from England. So maybe they're trying to say our exemption for our players is also over. Like that was only for maybe Copa America. Now that's over. Do you see any British guys, guys over here from Brazil? No. Why you think we? Why you think we about to let these Argentines smuggle themselves in the country? Get them off the field. They're coming out there. They had Messi and like the photo smock over on the Brazilian bench <laughs> trying to blend in. Do you see him? He's like talking to Neymar. He's like hiding, hiding. He's like, how are we gonna get back to Paris, bro? How are we gonna get back to Paris? They talking about putting me in jail. Right. <laughs> The whole team's going to jail, dude. I hate that so much. I hate that that happened. Yeah, it was pretty. And it, and and on for for me, like I just it's just we've talked about this in the past before, like how I don't know how to politely say this, but how trash everything on like an association football level is in South America, from the pitches <laughs> to some of the stadiums, even announcers. That it's just like it's so poorly run and managed and mismanaged. And Messi was paying you know, the bills for the security guards and kit men of the Argentine national team four years ago. And it's just like, everything is so poorly managed in South America that it's just like, it's the last thing you want to hear. You don't want to hear that this is happening in the two, be- like between the two best soccering, footballing federations in not only South America, but like two of the best in the whole world, just because we can In the world, to- yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's sad. It's like pretty sad. I, 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 it sounds petty. I hope that that wasn't the case. Either way, you look like an idiot on in national TV at a World Cup qualifier in front of the entire world, like getting ready to send these people to the World Cup. You look silly doing pull. Everyone, dude, everyone involved looked silly. Like, they're, like no, like from a distance, like you've heard like people say like, never argue with a fool because from a distance people won't be able to tell who's who. I think Jay Z said. That okay, in the song. nice. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. It, but it's like it's like for people that aren't like diving into the situation they're like okay they're all idiots yeah these people don't know how to get their you know get their uh, affairs in order right and you know the biggest losers are obviously us the fans you know not being able to watch two sides clash yeah. in a in another meaningful game so meaningful. closely after yeah you know another really meaningful final so and now it might not happen because i don't know just overall really 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 disappointed and uh yeah, I don't have anything else to say about it besides it sucked. <laughs> yeah, so bad. Yeah, it's embarrassing being like like South American. It's just being. It's just very. It's just another thing that's like, oh great, that's yeah. embarrassing. But 
I don't know. Yeah, moving on, I guess, like, we'll see. Like you said, it's going to be tough to replay that game because, especially now, like, this was this was one of the most packed uh, beginning of the seasons to European competition, uh, you know, to at club level that I've seen in a long time. Two weeks after, it's just right into two World Cup qualifiers. It's just... It's just going to be tough because, yeah, the World Cup, the World Cup, I mean, it should be in less than a year, but being in Qatar, it'll be in just over a year. So there's not a lot of time yeah. to replay this stuff, like you said. So we'll have yeah. to see. Maybe it's just a game that they fit in in the summer somewhere, but no one's going to want to play that. It's going to be like thrown in randomly, and it's going to be a tough game to, to get mentally prepared for. I mean, it never is hard to get mentally prepared for playing Brazil if you're Argentina and vice versa if you're Brazil, but throwing that just randomly might be tough yeah okay well i guess that's that um you know so next few days there's a few more qualifiers i guess until about midweek and then uh we'll prepare for our uh you know league play club play to pick back up this weekend and um don't really have much to say about that i'm not really sure if there's any big games coming up i know psg is coming home Play their first home game Finally. so looking forward obviously to see, Messi, to see and Messi Neymar hopefully start with Mbappe and see what the most expensive top three can do in like a full hopefully at least 70 minutes maybe even a full 90 minutes now that everyone's yeah. should be conditioned uh gotta plug my man again looking forward to seeing Ronaldo start for Man U also totally yeah is he gonna start back yeah he got the number seven so, dude, he went, so after the, uh, you know, the game there, so they had their World Cup qualifier, then they had a friendly. So right after that World Cup qualifier, they gave him permission to go to Manchester oh, cool. to prepare for this weekend's game. So he's been in wow. uh, England for about a week now. So he should be good to go. Okay. I, my expectation is that he will play and he will start as well as my expectation is Messi will play and will start yeah. for PSG. Even more so now that he only played six minutes. And, right, uh, he's fresh, They're, and I Neymar's fresh, yeah. so... Um, yeah. Dude, they'll be flying the same private jet home together. Yeah, they will. They're going to take Neymar's helicopter to the airport, and then they're going to jump on Messi's private Fly. plane or whatever. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm also excited for... Um, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. I don't know what I'm excited for anymore, but... Oh, I know that September is... September's a big football month. I know that... Um, I think Arsenal plays both Tottenham and Chelsea this month, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they already played Chelsea, but I think they play Tottenham later on this month. Um, obviously, Ronaldo starting, uh, and then I cannot wait to see Messi in Paris. Because even in, when he was away that first game, there were so many cheers for him. So, yeah, yeah. very excited look, yeah. uh, to this next uh, few weeks of international football. And then in less than three weeks, we'll be in France to hopefully bring some live footage, live photos of if we can get some tickets. So. There we go. If not, at least get to the stadium and get me one of those home kits because they're sold out everywhere. All the kits are, right? I Probably, dude. I've only been looking for the home one, but yeah, I'm sure at this point they're all gone unless you're like an infant. They got like yeah. the sock short shirt combo for like the two-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, I might buy that anyway because that's all I can get my hands on. They said October they'll be restocking, so hopefully by the time we're there, they got to restock. Pray for it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, guys, thanks for uh, sticking with us, and uh, we'll catch you next week. This is 12th Man Podcast. We out of here.